Well, thank you very much, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome here to one no highway option. It said that there are similar podcasts podcast where I answer one question I pause to every film. Is it, uh, is it better or worse than Vin Diesel's 2005 film Masterpiece Pacifier? I'm Connor. I'm one of your hosts. And my favorite uh, hillbilly monster is Fuzzy Lumpkins from the Powerpuff Girls. Remember him? He was a big purple guy. He played the banjo. Does no one remember Fuzzy I Lumpkins? Don't, but <laughs> no. Sure, buddy. Oh, that's sad. <laughs> I'm uh, I'm your other host, Luke. There's uh, less marbles in my mouth. Um, Elvis. <laughs> uh, and uh, my favorite hillbilly monster is uh. Oh yeah, there he is. That's that. Uh, there's that fuzzy guy. Fuzzy Lumpkins. Here, I'll share my screen. Keep talking. All right. <laughs> I'm gonna say the I'm gonna say the Unabomber, but uh, ah. with a with a southern drawl. He's dead with a southern drawl. <laughs> yeah, I have no idea who this Fuzzy Lumpkins guy is. You don't know Fuzzy Lumpkins? <laughs> Zero idea. No. Damn, that bums me out. <laughs> well, we have a returning guest today. <laughs> he has already spoken. Do you want to introduce yourself? Uh, my name is Bradley, um, and the uh, hillbilly monster thing. Uh, I would go with, I don't know if anybody has seen it, but uh, movie Hatchet, Victor Crawley. He's kind of hillbilly-ish, okay. I think. When I saw it, it was, but maybe it's not. Maybe the movie has changed since you've seen it? It could. I watched them all within like a span of two nights, so hmm. um, it easily could have, and I just, you know. Is that the, it was the book with the little boy in the plane crash? Mm, I, he lights I a fire with a dollar? <laughs> yeah, I don't think it's based off that, but that's immediately what I thought of when I heard Hatchet. Is that not what we're talking about? That's I what I so. thought it was. It's No, it's like a, um, it's kind of like a Friday the 13th, but Victor Crowley lives in a swamp. And, Shrek? Uh, it's like, it's kind of like Shrek, yeah. I, I On my letterbox account, I wrote, um, this is like the live action version of Shrek. So nice. um, he wants everybody to leave his swamp so he can find his dad. I think it is, or his mom. I don't remember what it was. But every year he or every night he comes back and uh, searches. Interesting. Yeah, they're not great. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're not talking Hatchet today, but we are talking a strange horror comedy. You could say uh, given to us by Brandon Tanzak from our Breaking Dawn Part Two episode. Today we are talking Bubba Hotep, a film released in 2002. Does anyone have any history with this movie? No. No, I do. I uh, I think the last time I was on, I just only talked about Bruce Campbell for some reason. Um, He's good. And up until then, yeah, yeah, he. I saw him, I think it, honestly, I was going to say it was a month ago at this point, probably late april i saw him live and to get ready for it i finally sat down and watched this one um the one he directed my name is bruce Mm -hmm. and a few other ones um isn't keenan thompson in my name is bruce for some reason i don't remember him being in it but it would not surprise me i feel like i remember seeing like at the blockbuster or something just a random dvd where it was like bruce campbell and keenan thompson and i went why is good burger kid here if if that exists i don't remember a minute but i would absolutely watch that movie hmm 
Uh, yeah, the only history I have with this is uh, after we did Brandon's first movie that he gave us, Live Freaky, Die Freaky, I talked to him and he was like, yeah, I could have given you Bubba Hotep. And he gave me the rundown of the plot. And I was like, that one sounds more entertaining than the Claymation Green Day Charles Manson movie. And it was. This uh, this was okay. Yeah, it was neck and neck there. Um it did get better as it went along, I would I would say. I guess. Yeah. Like, I'm kind of the opposite. Really? I'm the opposite. I when I was watching it, I was so excited because I knew the concept. And mm-hmm. then as I was watching it, it must have just been I was exhausted, but I just started kind of fading out from watching it and I would sit on my phone more and mm. it the, just kinda The beginning's really slow. The whole movie yes. is really slow. It picks up a little at the end, but the beginning especially is just a lot of Bruce Campbell laying in a bed going, I got a growth on my penis and I don't know what to do about it. And it just like, it keeps going. And I'm like, when do we get to the mummy? When do we get to black JFK? I want to know more about those. I I don't know. There's a, there, there's a lot of bullshit happening. Like it should be. There should be more energy in this movie. And uh, there isn't. I mean, I think that's a crutch. Not a crutch, but a problem with making your characters old. Because I guess. I don't know. There were multiple times in this. And like, this is my big main complaint for a lot of it. Where Bruce Campbell's like a talented physical comedian like you look at Army of Darkness yeah. and Evil Dead 2 and like he's just doing full Tom and Jerry slapstick by himself and it's incredible. So like when the bug started to attack him I was like we're getting Evil Dead 2 nonsense but he had to hold on to his walker the whole time and I was like you're you're basically handcuffing him. Like he started to yeah. fall down the hill. I'm like this is going to be hilarious and then he just kind of slid didn't... down the hill with his walker and you went Okay, but thought he was gonna roll down the hill, and yeah. then he didn't roll down the hill. Um, yeah, I don't know, man. Uh, there were like funny lines, but there were like funny lines on an island. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they shouldn't have picked a believable Elvis is alive story, um, because now you're like handcuffed to. People thinking, like, are you trying to be serious with this? Like, are we trying to have, oh, man, who, 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 I didn't have, I didn't say goodbye to Priscilla. You know, like, yeah. what is this? Well, and the, <laughs> if you hear the plot synopsis of it, you think it's going to be, like, a goofball, oh, no, uh, like, Abbott and Costello meet Frankenstein type goofy thing. Because it's Elvis, who's not dead, is in a retirement home. Because he switched places with an impersonator, and he has to team up with JFK, who is missing part of his brain that's been replaced with sand, and had his skin dyed black by Lyndon B. Johnson, (laughs) and they have to fight a cowboy mummy. And you go, that's amazing. The mummy should have been Lyndon B. Johnson. Yeah, there's a lot of coulda, woulda, shoulda with this. I, I just wanted to see the sand. I wanted JFK to like tilt his head and you see a little sand come out and you go, oh shit. But I guess like that's part of the joke of like, is it all real or not? Is he Sebastian half or the real Elvis? I wanted the mummy 
to suck out his soul through his sand. Or to try <laughs> sucking out the soul and, and then it gets out of that hand. Too much sand. No, that, I, I, yeah, I like that. I was really surprised looking that this is based on a like novel. Or a, a short uh, story, yeah. at least. Yeah. It was Walter Mitty. <laughs> Apparently, uh, there was one significant character that did not make it into the movie. And that was an old woman who believed that she was John Dillinger, but with a sex change. Which, sure, you know, the Lone Ranger lives in this retirement home. It's a weird retirement home, okay? Um, I, I work at a job sometimes. I do stuff. Um, sometimes I'm in retirement homes. <laughs> and is the Lone these, Ranger there? These, no. Is the Army Hammer Lone no, Ranger but like, there? <laughs> a retirement home is like, like a place. Like part, at least like a place. Some, it's not a real place. At least some part of it is a hospital, right? Mm-hmm. This is like the Hey Arnold boarding house <laughs> in like a the, southern mansion. Yeah, the every time they do an establishing shot of this house, I have seen that in some sitcom, and I can't think of what is the. And it bothered me the whole time. You got your laptop up. I, I don't do. even. I don't know what you'd look up for this. Is is the inside of the house? Are we filming inside of this house? I don't know. Um, production. The crew also worked on a lot of the Phantasm movies because this is the guy who did Phantasm. It has a seventy-nine on Rotten Tomatoes for an average of six point eight out of ten. That's better than I expected. Because Rotten Tomatoes, the points are made up and nothing matters. Well, yeah, it's an aggregate, uh, but like an average rating of 6.8 out of 10 is better than I expected. It's high as fuck. <laughs> I don't know, based on 107 reviews. So like a fair amount, Metacritic's weighted average is 57, which is based on 28 reviews. But that's still higher than I thought. I mean, there were points where I had fun. I can see people who are really into, like, I don't know. the <laughs> What? The, Finish the thought. The pacing of this in the beginning did kind of have, like, an attempt at artsy student film for it. And I can see people watching this and being like, this is, an, uh, this is like a parody of avant-garde. This is like making fun of horror that takes itself too seriously. Right. And I can see people really latching onto that and being like, Funny as hell, because it's like taking itself seriously, but it's winking and a little tongue-in-cheek about it. But it wasn't for me. Yeah. I don't know. I I mean, I do think... Obviously, we're in the year 2023. Even if there was a surviving Elvis, he is now dead. He's Austin Butler. (laughs) Right. But I think that there... You have... Two different types of things. You could have a movie where you are like, here is me just flop, putting my Elvis is Alive theory out there. And we make like this weird kind of almost biopic that's not, is it real? Is it not? Is he really this guy until the end and something happens and you're like, oh my God, maybe he was really Elvis. 
Maybe the um, real Elvis was the friends we made along the way. <laughs> um, and I think that that is one type of movie, and that could be interesting. Uh, and then I think you have a movie where the nasty snowman is a mummy who crashed a bus, and he's banana chasing you and Black JFK through the nursing home. Banana, oh, he there's the Lone Ranger. He and doesn't really chase him though. He kind of just stands there. He a bunch. saunters around. There were mo- there are moments in this movie where you're like, this could have been the zany shit. Yeah. When the two orderlies drop the body over the railing into the bush, it's like, man, we were robbed. Of more dum-dum time? Of more dum-dum time. <laughs> yes. You know that uh, Bruce Campbell, for whatever reason, was only 44 when they made this? <laughs> he's supposed to be like, he's like 70-something. That makes me more upset about the physical acting thing. <laughs> he's only 44? <laughs> He can still Supposedly. throw himself the, around on the ground and like. Yeah. And he, I mean, he was doing all the physical stuff with Ash versus Evil Dead still. So, mm-hmm. you know, he can do it. <laughs> Sorry. Just, I just glimpsed at the uh, proposed sequel section on Wikipedia. Uh, yep. There is an announcement at the end of the credits. We missed it because we watched it on Tubi. And I assumed there was nothing else. That's yeah, my bad. Me too. Uh, but there was an announcement of a second film called Boba Nosferatu, Curse of the She-Vampires. <laughs> it was meant to be as a joke, but then people liked the first one, so the director's like, I don't know, maybe. Apparently, it would have centered around the production of a lost Elvis movie from the 50s and 60s. And guess who would have played Colonel Tom Parker? A.K.A. Dutch Tom Satan Hanks. from the Tom Hanks movie. Yeah. No, but... <laughs> Probably an equally unhinged performance, Paul Giamatti. That would have been good. A better a That would have been incredible. I don't know. Tom Hanks I put his all do. into that. Yeah, that didn't make it good. It made it, it just great. Made it a <laughs> fit. As someone who spent so many years being like, I hate Moulin Rouge and Baz Luhrmann sucks, I love Elvis so much. I did enjoy it. I, I think I... As a definitive Elvis biopic, I think I did enjoy this one more um, because it just feels more real. I, I but, guess. You know. But but Bruce Campbell never went, Lord have mercy, whoop, and ate a microphone. <laughs> <laughs> and they also never uh, played any Elvis music. They didn't play a single Elvis song. Because no, uh, the director Couldn't said the it would have cost about half the budget to license a single song. Yep. Yep. I did want when they did the flashbacks, I did want to hear Bruce sing. I was yeah, very I excited that to hear singing good. Bruce Campbell because I don't know if I've ever heard that before. It wasn't a particularly good Elvis. It was It was a great Elvis. It was <laughs> it was an Elvis. It was an Elvis, yes. <laughs> you know, he was like Johnny Bravo. He did the Johnny Bravo voice. Yeah. Um I wanted the other guy to be doing a JFK voice. Yeah, um, who played JFK in this? I read his name, but I didn't know him. Um, I, I think if the movie had just been terrible the whole time, n- there was never anything good, uh, that almost would have been better for me. Because there were these flashes of things, like, it mostly lines, the one thing with the body, and then, like, individual Bruce Campbell lines. Like, did you just take me in here to show me stick pictures on the shithouse wall? Or the thing with the the daughter 
the daughter's snatch. Yeah, um, he saw called it a bird's nest. Got a little 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 activity like a little robin, and then it went right back down. I it's And then they would go then there would be another fifteen minutes of like, well, there's old people dying in the area. I like the beetle. The beetle was cute. It would, <laughs> it would be a big bug, and I'd be like, gross big bug, but then it would stop, and its little head would pop out, and you'd go, aww. Beetle was fun. Big fan of Beetle. Uh, yeah, the actor who plays JFK is named Ossie Davis. Yeah, uh, I've heard that. He's Yeah, he's done a lot of stuff. I, <laughs> have I seen any of these? Oh, he's uh he's in Dinosaur. He plays Yar. I fell asleep in that. Uh he's Is Archer Doctor Doolittle. Archer Doolittle. I'm guessing that's Doctor Doolittle's dad. Detective in, like the in Eddie squ- Murphy one? Yeah. Oh, okay. Detective in Squad Room from Cop and a Half. Gladiator. Well, I just bought that movie. Well, you could you you <laughs> might be able to find him in the squad room. Oh, you might go, holy shit, to. that's JFK. He's got sand for brains. <laughs> or for part of his brain, because his head just did that. Have you guys seen um, Maniac Cop or My Name is Bruce? Because I watched them both in the same exact night, and they're all blending together. I have not. No. I don't no. know. Maniac Cop is fantastic. It's exactly what it sounds like. Um, <laughs> Maniac Cop? Cop who is There's a maniac, maniac cop killing people. <laughs> what and if a Bruce cop Campbell is framed? Exactly. Oh, so you just did like a Bruce-a-thon? Yeah. Nice. Yep. So, but my name is Bruce is like the closest to this. Um, besides the incredibly racist scenes, um, they <laughs> it like it kind of takes this concept, but it's him instead, and then um, you know, it's more of a comedy. Ah. this one is yeah it's shorter i believe well and this isn't long this is like 92 minutes but it just it felt it felt long because the pacing was slow and like because they took it seriously because there's like a thing that people say when especially when you're doing comedy the more serious you take absurd situations the funnier it gets that's why people loved Mm -hmm. leslie nielsen in like airplane because he was a dramatic actor and he like came on, said these stupid lines. Well, that's the shtick. Such is like, seriousness. For comedy to work, everyone else is noticing, but the person who is doing it has to believe that this is 100% serious. Right. Has to be playing it that way. And I think they tried to play a majority of the film like that and it just made it slow and like, pe- like makes you go like, what is going on? Yeah, they made the rest of it. They should have let Bruce Campbell be serious and Ozzie Davis be serious. And then everyone else should have been reacting like they were in the middle of what was happening. <laughs> Instead of like, oh, yeah, yeah bug kill the guy. You just wanted everyone <laughs> to be the two fuck ups. Yes. The two Hearst dum-dums. Even the two Hearst dum-dums <laughs> weren't Hearst dum-dums the whole time. That's Most true. of the they time were just they were just guys. there. Yeah. And then at the end, they became dum-dums and like a cartoon sound effect happened when they dropped the body. It went whoop. It was it was weird. It was good. I also like uh, Bruce Campbell during the day walking up to that one door and going, 
Huh. How did he do that? Oh. And then the scene is over? What is... That's it? How in the hell did Mama do that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he just mumbles it to himself. Uh, Elvis has dick cancer that he has to put Vaseline on. That's a whole thing <laughs> that doesn't get resolved. That's uh, usually how I, dick cancer goes. I mean, I guess it gets resolved because he <laughs> dies at the end. He goes, thank you, thank you very much. And then he dies and we fade to black and you go, okay. Gasoline physics are wild. <laughs> Everyone is doused in gasoline and only the mummy catches on fire. And it's very funny that like, how are they going to defeat this mummy? Let's put rubbing alcohol and gasoline in a little spray bottle and then throw a lighter at him. Oh. Is a very funny idea to do a little homemade pump action flamethrower. And then they don't do that much with it. Oh, I'm sorry. Was the uh, was the killing of the mummy who eats souls through buttholes not serious enough for you? No. <laughs> it again. It was a funny concept, <laughs> but the way it was treated was like it wasn't treated as like serious. It was just treated as matter of fact. Like this is how you kill a mummy, yeah. and like that's not as funny as them being like the one way. To kill a mummy is to douse it with gasoline. Well, what was the name of the book? The book was like, How how to Kill a Mummy for He's and She's or something. Yeah, it was something weird. It was something about souls, I think. Um, and we got a haha, funny, funny um, <laughs> Bruce Campbell reciting a chant to get rid of an evil thing poorly. You go, ha ha, Evil Dead, Klaatu Barada Nick 2, I know that. I, I, I've I seen these movies. It's a weird flick, man. It was weird. I, but again, it wasn't bad. Like, yeah. it... It's one of those, like... It had its moments. It made its money back. I mean... Barely. Yes. <laughs> very... Barely still counts? Very much. It made $200,000. That's... If you assume that they spent zero but dollars on marketing, which they probably Listen, did. That is less money than I have ever made putting Vaseline <laughs> on my penis. <laughs> <laughs> well, do you know the whole thing about the movie that he uh, he directed a movie called, I think it's like The Man with the Screaming Brain or something? Uh, it's, who, it's not Don great. It's Cassarelli? Uh, Bruce Campbell. Ah. Uh, Bruce Campbell did. And he said nobody bought it, so he used it as insulation for his new house. <laughs> He's a funny guy. I like Bruce Campbell a lot. Yeah. He, he yeah, did we, the tutorial uh, in the Spider-Man movie game, and if you messed up, he went, you fucking idiot. What kind of idiot yep. doesn't know how to play Spider-Man, the video game for the Nintendo GameCube? And as a kid, I went, why is this guy so mean? Yeah, me too. <laughs> Again, the way it gets wackier and wackier towards the ending, then we're going all out of order, whatever. The hieroglyphic captions, subtitles, <laughs> when the mummy talks. I, I liked those too. Huh? Was a choice. <laughs> I think I liked it, but I just like, as it was happening, I went, oh, we, huh? This hasn't been established at all throughout the rest of the movie. And now we're just throwing it at <laughs> us with five minutes left to go. And they did it a lot. It's the only thing that happened. And you were like, man, I wish they did more of that. And then they did it. Well, and right before that. I'm just glancing at my notes here. Um, the one, the best line from JFK 
right before the final battle. Elvis goes, Lamar's the Mr. President. Oh. <laughs> Marilyn Monroe. <laughs> and JFK goes, that is top secret information. I would not tell another soul. But between you and me, wow. <laughs> and <laughs> it was great. Should have been more like that. Yep. I thought of, uh, we've been watching this dumb guy eat food on YouTube. Um, and he always says, wow, about the food. No, he spells wow. Yeah. And that's what I thought of. He's like one of those guys where it's like, I ate 40,000 calories in 20 minutes because I want to die. And like, if a food is good, you know, like if he has a quarter pounder with cheese, he goes, W-O-W. And it's very stupid. (laughs) Yeah. Anyway. um, I just eat that on a normal. I eat that on a normal thing. Yeah, I don't spell how I feel about food. No, you don't. <laughs> I I tend to. Uh, the hieroglyphics at the end, all is well. I laughed at that. <laughs> that was stupid. It did make me think of uh, a different movie, though. Did you guys ever see Three Idiots? Oh, this is your no. one Bollywood thing that you really it's like, Bollywood right? flick. It's like a three-hour movie. That's Bollywood. It is awesome. <laughs> There's singing and dancing. There's dicks out. There's... One guy's a wildlife photographer. They go on such a journey. <laughs> is this just? Is this a remake of Zookeeper? No, Zookeeper doesn't have many of those. I things. don't know. What, you said wildlife photographer, and I thought Zookeeper, which is not the same thing. Rosario Dawson might be. No, she just wants to do the zoo. I think. I don't know. It's a good movie. I like Zookeeper. Um, Three Idiots is probably Zookeeper. a Wait. better movie. <laughs> What all is well just made you think of three idiots? There's a song all is well, ah. and they're singing. I I thought, it's a banger. I thought it just said all is well, and you went three idiots sounds good right about now. You you'll <laughs> love it. I mean, yeah. Nobody I, ever has a bad time when they watch that movie. I mean, yeah. I have to expand my global cinema reach. Like I still haven't watched RRR. I also have not. But you know, I have not either. I've heard it's very I good. Won't watch it though. And that's not Bollywood, uh, yeah. that's Tollywood. Yeah. yeah. People liked it. Yeah, I don't watch I don't watch movies that are over like an hour and a half. Um This one was ninety two. So. Yeah, this is an hour and a half well, and I'd, two minutes. Well I'd watch that, but um <laughs> RRR is like three hours, isn't it? Yeah. But you ranted yeah, and raved about that. Guardians three. How long was Guardians yeah, three? Yeah, two I and a half. Every, and Spider Verse was two twenty. I can watch. Oh, that was that long. I can never watch it again. Yeah, Spider Verse is the <laughs> longest American animated movie ever made. All right, I'm out. I'm out. I can't watch it ever again. I got to change my ranking to like a half star. <laughs> Dear Best Buy, pre cancel my Steelbook pre order. Movie too long. <laughs> yep. I'm writing them that. They'll, they won't care, but they'll. Uh... Yeah. Brad is also very much Team Steelbook. Gotcha. Um, oh, I am. I started selling some of them, though, unfortunately. Sad. Because I was like, oh, yeah. I got like 150 bucks for one of them. It was nice. You're not going to sell like the Malignant one, are you? Absolutely not. Good. I made it that for Christmas. Is it a good resale Christmas. value? Some of them might have one. What was that? Is it a good resale value? On what? On what? Like, like how All much the you bought books? them for, how much you sell them for. Is oh, it, it depends. It depends. A lot of them are around like fifty bucks, so it's not it's not great. 
Um, some of them get up to like 70. Oh, damn. I was going to say, I've spent 70 on ones before. Just yeah, one. Just knives out. Knives out sold out way too quick. Because it has the funny little knife thing. Well, and it looks like the book. That's my favorite yeah, one. Yeah, that one is cool. That's what got me into collecting them. Anyway, um, this is not real steel, a podcast all about steel books. <laughs> it could I, be. You could I, rebrand. I don't know that you could do 90 plus hours of talking about then it's just a, the steel books themselves. Then it's a mini series. Have you have you seen the Lionsgate steel books? They have these cool little like slip covers. The I Lionsgate could talk ones to are great. For, uh, like, the, I'm gonna click the stopwatch. There's you one, guys got to go for 90 hours. <laughs> long episode. <laughs> uh, there's one for Sisu coming out where dude, you have the slip cover, but the slip cover is the knife going through the guy's head, and you pull it out, and it's just the guy's head. That movie was a blast. I need to see it. I haven't seen it. Yeah, I was kind of under 90 minutes. I was doing um, a fellow. It's right around there. All right, I can watch it then. Um, yeah, you would have fun. It's like they made a whole movie out of just the one scene in The Patriot where Benjamin Martin first is the ghost. And he's like killing those guys in front of his kids. But it's the whole movie. One hour and 31 minutes. Mm, shorter than this. Oh, all right. I can, I can make an exception. That's fine. I'll make a slight exception. Uh, there was also going to be a follow-up no- uh, novella called Bubba and the Cosmic Bloodsuckers, which was going to be earlier in the life, and he worked with Colonel Parker battling monsters before switching places with Sebastian Half. And there was a comic written about it. Gotcha. There was also an Army of Darkness Bubba Hotep crossover comic? What? Yeah. There was also a Freddy versus Jason versus Ash I did know comic about that. as well. Yeah. I did not know that <laughs> Ash Williams and Elvis cross paths. Oh, yeah. Whoa. You want to do that louder? No. You don't want to do Johnny Bravo? <laughs> <laughs> no, do the monkey with me. It would have been great, as you said much earlier, to have JFK doing his era. Era? Era. <laughs> what are you doing? JFK noises. Uh, oh, like my dear brother yeah. Bobby. Nothing bad ever happens to the Kennedys. Whatever you do, stay the hell out of hotel kitchens. For a supper, I uh, want a party platter. Yeah, one of those. Remember when Uncle Ted killed that girl near the beach? You're doing this bit that you did in college. We're dusting that, it like, off. Six people who listen to this are going to get. <laughs> Matt Sternberg's going to be listening to this at work and be like, oh my God. Oh my God. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, that, that would have been fun. Speaking of people. Sorry, Connor. You're good. Speaking of people that killed people. Um, I just got to throw out, this is going to be my, um, uh, you know, I know we're in like the middle, but this is going to be my plug. Um, never forget that Matthew Broderick killed someone. He did. <laughs> we just actually saw no yeah. hard feelings this did past you, weekend. Did you think about that I every time it. Matthew Broderick said something along the lines of like, my son's going to be a licensed driver, just like his old man. And you went, Ooh. yeah, I got really scared. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, he probably shouldn't have been in a movie where he's that close to a car or uh, giving someone else's murder car. Is that his real hair? I hope. No, 
I was curious about that too. Um, I hope it is. Cause that is, yeah. that is a funny look for him. Cause I saw him <laughs> last year in Plaza sweethearts and he did not have that hair. Well then, yeah, it's probably a wig. But I mean, it's been a year, so I guess he could have. Yeah, but he didn't film it last week. He probably filmed it right after he left Plaza Sweethearts, I would guess. Yeah, isn't it just Plaza Sweet? Glad we just talked through it. No, I think it's Plaza Sweethearts. Because huh. it's the three couples in the three different times. Yeah, I thought um, it, I didn't think Hearts was part and of I it. I could say plenty about that. We don't have. We need to establish the Patreon to do a Broadway show tier. <laughs> Of us discussing theater pieces. Listen, if you are going to oh, do... Oh, nope, we're doing it now. We're doing it for free. <laughs> I'm just going to snip This is it. a preview for the Patreon. Just a snip. Pay us five bucks a month. <laughs> hear us talk about shucked. And that stupid <laughs> also. Um, well, don't give it away. <laughs> I just feel like if you're going to give me like an anthology style play that tells me well, here's three different couples and two of them are like... Uh, slapsticky, zany, we're in a hotel, slamming the doors comedy. And one of them is like, I am going to get a divorce, sad. There needs to be a reason. You need to be telling me something. You need to be making some sort of statement about love or couples or something. It can't just be, here they are. I, too much spit. It was too much spit. Got on my knees. <laughs> uh, you know what couple works great, though? Elvis and John F. <laughs> Kennedy. <laughs> I, I think that there is... There's a chance that this could be, like, part of a franchise, but I... You need to up the goof with it. You just need, like, energy. You need to pump some energy in. Because the idea of fucking two random guys. Yeah. But they're wrong. Well, and there have been uh, multiple, like, historical revisionism, like, pop culture, horror mix stuff in the world that seems not indebted to this, but similar to it. I had a book that I read a ton in high school that was Paul is undead. What if the Beatles were zombies and Ringo was a ninja? Ringo was a ninja. The Rolling Stones were actually vampire hunters. That's why they had a rivalry. Sure. Like, it was stupid, but it was very much in this vein. And I, I feel like there are a lot of the, uh, things. Fucking vampire. Abraham, Abraham Lincoln, Lincoln vampire, vampire hunter. Guy. Uh, Pride and yep. Prejudice and Zombies, which was the same guy. Warm Bodies. Sense and Sensibility and Sea Monsters, which was his sequel to Pride and Prejudice. Warm Bodies. Warm Bodies isn't like an established historical... Th- I mean, it's Romeo and Juliet, yeah, but it's <laughs> not an established historical <laughs> figure. Nicholas Holt didn't end Warm Bodies and be like, by the way, I'm Al Gore. <laughs> Too bad. Fifty Shades of Grey. Fifty Shades of Grey? You know. Yeah, Twilight. It's all the Twilight characters, you know? That's... I think we're getting off topic with this. I think we're just saying things now. Uh, I don't know what else there is to say about this movie. Like, it's... It feels like a sketch movie. It feels like SNL would have done this with, like, Dana Carvey as Elvis and Tim Meadows as JFK. And then they made it into a film. And then they made it into a movie and it didn't work. Yeah. 
Like, mm. that's... Because it... Because there is the meat to it when the two of... When JFK and Elvis are talking, when they first meet, when they do their plans, and then the ending. That's, like, when the meat of the... That's when the movie's cooking. And the meat the, is cooking. The meat do be cooking. And then the rest of it is... It feels padded. It feels like, okay, um... What if we had him sit here and show flashes of people walking in and out? That sound good? What if we uh, did a lot of flashes in his head? Cool? All right, cool. The fashion thing was a little weird. Also, more opportunity for comedy there. What, you wanted them to play the Benny Hill theme song in the background or something? I think I've established that I wanted that already. Yeah. So, would you say that this movie was better or worse than the cult classic, It's Pat. I don't remember if I've seen It's Pat in full. I saw it, but I was a kid. I, I do not it. remember. Like, I think I've seen bits and The It's Pat sketches, I would say this is better than because this had more than one joke. This at least had two jokes, three jokes. The joke of Elvis impersonator, the joke of Black JFK head is sand, and then at the end, the mummy goes, suck the, dung, suck the dog dick of Anubis, you asshole. <laughs> it's Pat is just... It's all under the same umbrella. But It's Pat is just, <laughs> it's 1990-whatever, and we don't know non-binary yet. What about A Night at the Roxbury? No. Is it as good as that? It might be in between them. Oh, right. Their heads do go like this. The- yeah, they do. You they know. do the, which yeah, it's funny. Um, but yeah, looking at like a lot of the rest of my notes, I don't know. Bruce Campbell does a dual role for a second. You go, what fun are they going to have with this? Nothing. None fun. Don't. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Kiss the ring. Oh man, there was a beetle in the size of my room, the size of a peanut butter and banana sandwich. That's Elvis. He eats <laughs> those. Gasoline incident. That's Elvis. <laughs> Look me in the eye, Elvis Presley, and tell me you didn't assassinate me, John F. Kennedy. <laughs> that was a fun <laughs> exchange. Yeah. Stick pictures on the shithouse wall. Stick pictures on the shithouse wall. The whole bird's nest thing. She thinks yeah, she thinks I'm non-threatening. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the hieroglyphics apparently said pharaoh. Gobbles, Donkey Goobers, Cleopatra does the nasty, which is a cl- fucking clone high ass line if I've ever heard one. Uh, oh yeah, we didn't fully say that the mummy sucks out souls by eating ass. I did. No, we didn't. That was for- <laughs> but just, just, just to reiterate it, just to fully let it be known, there is a point where I wrote down, oh no. Cowboy Mummy's gonna eat the Lone Ranger's ass, and it's what was <laughs> happening on screen. Mm. Weird movie, but better than Live Freaky Die Freaky for sure. Better than Live Freaky Die Freaky, definitely better than uh, Repo. I disagree on that point. Oh well, everybody gets to be wrong. That's true. Repo is the worst <laughs> thing ever. I, Repo is directed by uh, the guy who did Spiral from the Book of Saw. So, well, 
It's got you there. Classic movies making other or classic filmmakers making other classic movies. Everybody has their hits and their misses. No, 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 no. Uh, Spiral it's is the like miss. The top ten. No, no, no. It's, it's very like the boring. Top, it's in the top ten movies of all all time. All time. <laughs> yep. Spiral is in a list of ten movies. That should have been about ham. <laughs> no, just a list of ten movies. <laughs> Spiral okay, is definitely I agree. the most spiral from the Book of Saw movie of all time. I can give you that. All right. We we, we can we can compromise on that one. <laughs> the number one saw that I've seen. <laughs> Do we have anything else we want to go to the criteria? I feel like we're light on commentary about Bubba Hotep. This was Bubba Hotep. Yeah. But like <laughs> it's it's kind of self-explanatory. It's a little slow and is what if Elvis and Black JFK fought a mummy? They would fight him for a little bit. There would be cool. There would be two cool practical fire stunts. You love to see that. It could have been more. What if? What if Elvis and Black JFK fought a mummy? Yeah, it could have been. That's my biggest disappointment. Yeah. Is that it's not more of that. What's that stupid fucking? It's like a fifteen-minute movie. It's like high kick or something. Oh, you only ever watch it in a dorm room on oh, Netflix. Oh, the the thing where Yorma's in it. Um, uh, it's like the Nazis come back. There's like a he's doing kung fu stuff, kung fury. Yeah, yeah. could have been that. It yeah, it, like a sketch. Hey man, some sketch yeah. movies work. That's some true. sketch movies get the coveted Rotten Tomatoes zero percent. I don't. I don't know about that. Like it's bad. <laughs> I think doesn't Master of Disguise also have a zero? Okay, well, Master of Disguise is yeah. a fucking perfect film from start to finish. <laughs> Disguise sucks. I would sit here and watch Master of Disguise all day. Really? It's really hot in here. Get out of here! It'll be winter time. So this winter, you're gonna do a solo on our Patreon that we eventually establish. Luke watches. <laughs> A lot, a solo Patreon live stream of Luke watches Master of Disguise all day. All day. Yeah, I guess I'd watch. You heard I'd it here first. Subscribe <laughs> if we ever make one. Subscribe for theater talk and Luke sitting here watching Master of Disguise for twenty four hours. Dude, it is a perfect film. It sucks. What are you talking about? It sucks. <laughs> it sucks. Become another person. I become yeah. another person. <laughs> I've seen it. Am I not turtly enough for the Turtle Club? That was filmed on 9-11. That's the best line. It was, yeah. <laughs> he bites the cigar, dude. Come on. These are the hits. Well, then that's He's slapping, really bad. Slapping dummy man. Come on. <laughs> yeah, I know when you walk in here, you have a little wiener and some tiny nuts. <laughs> I've seen the film. It sucks. <laughs> uh, 19 kids go in the water. He disguised himself as a turd at one point. Shark in the water. The ice cream man, he'd take the rest. Danny Carvey is a talented guy, but that movie did not work. Um, that movie worked! So, our criteria, which we do every episode to compare this film to The Pacifier. First up, how's the soundtrack? No Elvis. They made sounds. Yeah, generic horror soundtrack. <laughs> I do think at the end... The song was a country version of that Andrea Bocelli. The it was not. Well, then I made up a different song in my head as the credits rolled because I was like, "That was an interesting choice." 
I guess I wanted this movie to make more choices. <laughs> yeah, I would say honest. I'm going to say it's better just because I think it's funny that they did it with no Elvis music, even though they just couldn't afford it. Yeah, I um, guess you can. So and it's kind of, yeah, it's kind of the alternate. Uh, I'm going against the, but then again, Pacifier does have Smash Mouth. It does. And um, it's just your average Smash ordinary Mouth everyday superhero. 2002. This all right. It's got to go to. It's got to go to. Uh, <laughs> it's got to go to Smash Mouth. Whoever yeah, has Smash Mouth sm- first, that's who gets the award. I also I yep. think it's wild. We didn't really hit on it, but this movie came out after Shrek. Like uh-huh. that's how recent this movie is. This movie is old enough to drink. Yeah, but it like yeah. kind of looks like shit a little bit. Well, oh, it, yeah. Yeah, it looks like it was made for a million dollar budget. Yeah, but like it did in 2002. I mean, it, I don't know, might have been early digital. What else spent a million dollars in 2002? I don't know. Cuz I bet you would find something on that list more than one something. I don't know. That looks better. It it didn't look. It did great. drop a 4K. They dropped a 4K release like last year or this year. Oh. So maybe that looks good. I don't. Maybe, maybe the yeah the Tubi print wasn't great, but like you know it was free. Yeah. No, the, maybe I'm not giving it a fair shake. Let's we see what it. the let's see what the Blu-ray review says. It's gonna be bad. <laughs> <laughs> what makes you think that? <laughs> I don't know. Does not oh, everybody came out this year, February seventh. Oh, it's got a four out of five. Not bad. Oh, it actually looks really good. Wow, I'm surprised. Hmm. I guess if it's you are phone. seeking out and buying a Blu-ray of Bubba Hotep, you already like it. I mean, it, that how is clear. He is. Yeah, that, I know that this is not a visual podcast. I mean, that's a that's a yet. picture that's a, from your phone through your webcam <laughs> to my laptop yeah. through an HDMI to a TV. So like, it looked yeah. fine. Yeah, but like, I do think the Tubi version was like a VHS print. Probably. Oh yeah, did my friend? Um, he's been like just loving Tubi, and he sent me a screenshot. He turned on a movie, mm-hmm. and it had like the beginning. It was like. You could see where they started recording the VHS tape. That's hilarious. That's amazing. And it it said like, do not copy or something like that. And had all the, uh, actually, you know what? It had the DVD menu on there and you could see the person clicking it. Hilarious. I got to ask him what this movie was. That's so funny. Tubi's got some stuff on it. So it's a weird little free guy, but you know what? It's nice to have more free ad supported streaming than more streaming services to pay for. Even though I don't know how the whole thing with residuals works for those. Apparently that's a big concern, but that's new Mm. information to me. Next up on the criteria. The writer's strike is still going. Um, Is there anything as memorable in this film as the Peter Panda dance from the pacifier? JFK's head full of sand, and now he's black because of Lyndon B. Johnson. Stick pictures on the shithouse wall. The whole plot. The whole thing. Uh, who's your Brad Garrett, Carol Kane, wacky, memorable side character in this film? The nurse. The nurse. I thought you were gonna say her dumdums. The her dumdums, I guess, are also up there. Um, 
But the it's nurse. What's his name there? The nurse had more of a character. I'd give you that. I thought something was going to happen to her. And yeah. she kind of just the walked away. Something I thought that was going to happen was Elvis's dong. He gets a big boner and she goes, you put that away. And he goes, I ain't had a boner like that in years. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I would give it to the Lone Ranger. He's the Lone Ranger. Kimasabi. But I know he's not a side character, but it's going to JFK for me. Sometimes the main character supersedes everyone and gets the award. Yep. Uh, is there anything in this film that's as batshit insane as the Sound of Music subplot from The Past Fire, which if you don't know it, you can watch the movie yourself. Yes. <laughs> Just yes? Fucking JFK's room. <laughs> he does have the book depository model set up. Yeah. They just let him furnish it as this is JFK's room. All these photos and stuff. The book depository model. A photo of his wife, Jackie Kennedy, eating yeah. sheet metal. An old TikTok trend that I find so funny still. Um, for me, it's, of course, the premise. Uh, the fact that they handcuffed Bruce Campbell by making him do physical comedy with a walker. And the fact that we didn't get any visual confirmation of Sandbrain. I wanted a little bit of Sandbrain. Sandbrain. Maybe even like the mummy punches JFK and he shakes his head and you hear it rattle around a little bit, like a maraca. Yeah. Maybe. Would have been funny. I'm going to go with Luke and just say yes. That's my answer. I'm backing up Luke. Just yes. Uh, And now it's time to play our, well, it's not new at this point. It's time to play Fill It Up With Diesel, where we cast, where we cast Vin somewhere in this movie it could be an established part. We can make a new part for him. We can do whatever the hell we want. Where would you put Vin Diesel in 2002's Bubba Hotep? Nurse. <laughs> Bubba Hotep's gonna... Bubba Hotep. Vin Diesel's gonna jack Bruce Campbell off. Yes, that's my... That's exactly what I was thinking. <laughs> Interesting. Um, there's probably art of that somewhere. Oh, probably. We should. I'm not going to look I'm it up. Look it up. <laughs> yeah, me neither. You can on your own time, but uh, we will <laughs> not be posting that to any of our socials. Or will they? No. Uh, <laughs> uh, for me, I want him to be Bubba Hotep, and I want him to speak. I want to hear the Vin Diesel voice with a little cowboy accent. He can say... The eating the dog dick of Anubis thing, but like, oh, you suck the dog dick of Anubis. Just like a weird mix. I want to hear Vin Diesel do a silly, silly southern accent. I also want Vin Diesel to be Bubba Hotep, but not just this Bubba Hotep we got. I want this Bubba Hotep to be Lyndon B. Johnson <laughs> Bubba Hotep. Right, and I want him to be doing... The voice, I got a big dick in my pants, you know? And he's Lyndon B. Johnson. And instead of eating the ass souls, he just... (laughs) Ass soul sounds like asshole. Very funny. It's just a a crotch grab soul grab. As we all know, Lyndon B. Johnson, most famous for his big dumps and hog. It's true. Lyndon B. Johnson is famous for big hog. 
and his meetings while he's taking a dump. <laughs> I forgot about that one. That wasn't in the Animaniacs president song. <laughs> <laughs> but the big hog was? Yeah, you know. <laughs> Uh, you know how it goes. They're doing the song. Lyndon Johnson's giant cock. <laughs> I don't have more <laughs> than it was the sixties. We met Spock. Whatever. Oh, Jesus. Uh, two Spocks kissing. <laughs> Keep going. Uh, what's your final ranking and rating for this movie? Uh, let me give it a. Half-eaten peanut butter and banana sandwich. Take it again. (laughs) Why? More Elvis, please. Uh, Hi, this is Elvis. Um, (laughs) I'm going to give this movie a a half a peanut butter and banana sandwich. This, once again, was me, Elvis. (laughs) Is it better or worse? Uh, This movie was worse than The Past Fire. Uh, for me, I give it two out of five cute little beetle faces. Uh, it was not as good as the Pacifier. Pacifier, more fun. I would give it a three out of five, but said, like Tom Hanks in the Elvis movie, I can't do his impression, so, you know. A three out of five. (laughs) (laughs) There we go. It's like Tom Hanks is in the room. Um, yeah, I think it is better than the pacifier, but solely because of uh, Bruce Campbell. If Bruce Campbell was in the pacifier, I'd think that the pacifier was better. Well, thank you for being on again, Brad. Do you have anything you <laughs> want to plug? Is the Disney College podcast ever going to be revived again? Uh, that one you can ask uh, my former co-host, James, who I speak to maybe once every like eight months. Hmm. He's, he's doing whatever he's doing. But uh, thank you for having me on again. I have not done a podcast in like a year. So it's true. The it's one been, that we did together, we just stopped doing. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I don't have anything really to plug except for, you know, Matthew Broderick killed someone and you should look it up. <laughs> um, you can follow me. An interesting plug. <laughs> follow me on Letterboxd, I guess. Um, uh, I don't know what my name is. Something one. related to... The episode that we're releasing tomorrow, we plug our letterboxes for the first time. And then we're like, we're probably never going to do this again. But go ahead, spell it out. (laughs) Oh, I think it's The Rotten Tomato. I think that's my name on there. It is? I changed it. Yeah, Yeah. I changed it recently. I was going to say, that must be Um, real recent. I'll add that right now. Oh, it's just just Rotted Tomato. Um, I think he follows you, doesn't he? I don't know. Might. I don't know who I follow on there anymore. (laughs) Okay, cool. Well, thank you for that. Um, And as for us, you can follow us anywhere at No Highway Pod, your Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, TikTok. You can email us, nohighwaypod at gmail.com if you want to be on the show, if you want to complain about the show, if you want to give us free money. Um, And... As always, thanks to Ian C. Weber for composing our theme song. This week, the C stands for... Conspiracy Theory? Or Cairo. Or Cairo. That's Egypt. Sure. Follow the link in our show description to hear all of Ian's cool stuff. Next on the schedule is... Volume 2 of the Oops All Coming Attractions game. 
So you can tune into that and you'll be able to hear what Brad gave us. <laughs> um, and for Letterboxd, you can follow me, Corndair, C-O-R-N-D-A-I-R. And I'm Atolard, A-T-O-L-A-R-D. And do we have anything else? Is that it? That's, we bubbled and we ho-tapped. We bubbled. <laughs> she, she bubba in on my hoe till I tap. <laughs> Goodbye, everyone. Uh, yeah. Thanks for no for option. I've been Connor. And I've been Luke. I'm also here on Bradley. And as always, these have been our opinions. And if you didn't agree with us, that's too bad because it's our way. No highway option.